one, chapter three. All right, all right. Okay, settle down. Now, this is the third part of our story. This is probably one of the most important event events ever. Yes, this is when you meet the Rat King. I can't tell you that. It'll spoil the whole thing. All right. Now be quiet. Where did I leave off? Ah, yes. Robin's house. Robin, Spider, and I slipped under the broken window and out onto the awning. Then we jumped down onto, the trash, onto a trash can and then down onto the sidewalk. It felt odd being on the ground. It felt very claustrophobic. When I looked around, it seemed flat, like an endless mass of land with no cracks to jump over and no places to do any roof skimming whatsoever. I spotted only two other cats slinking along the sidewalk. They glared at us. Of course they did. We were rooftop cats. We didn't belong here. Robin led the way as we slunk, slunk along the sidewalk. I looked up at Robin. Where do you think the rats want us to meet? Don't know, kid. If I knew, I'd tell you. Maybe they'll send a little messenger or something. They'd probably eat the messenger, though. Spider was frightened. And I was, too. My fur prickled along my spine. Not many people know this, but cats see in black and white. They can only see the brightest of colors. They can also see infrared, which makes flowers that to humans might be plain white or plain black or any other plain color, have a unique design on them that only some creatures can see. My eyes darted from place to place. I was wary. I was slightly poofed. I didn't like being on the, on the ground. It felt unnatural. I felt like I didn't even know where to put my paws. Then, all of a sudden, something black streaked across my vision. My ears, eyes, and whiskers flipped immediately towards it. I was magnetically drawn to it. It was a rat. A black rat with a long pink tail. It twitched its whiskers at me. I think we should follow that rat, said Spider. And just like that, he streaked after it. Robin and I followed behind, behind him. He led us into a small open basement window. We slunk in through the open basement window. It was an abandoned house. When we jumped down, we saw a few other cats down there. They were all wary. Their pupils dilated so that they could let in as much light as possible, so they could catch every little movement. Most of them were lowered to the ground, ready to spring up and pounce at any moment. Then I heard a voice. Well, 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 who do we have here? It looks like our party has been completed. Then he stepped into the moonlight. It was an opossum with a long pink tail that had, what was that, a needle poking through it as if something, someone had stuck it in there. It had scars running down its back. 
Its muzzle was scarred. The scar was still pink, where something, or someone, had scratched it. It had a fish hook stuck in one ear, and its other ear had been mauled. The rat was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen. Most opossums don't bother cats, but it was a shock to see a, an opossum speaking in our language, using the same body language, the same meows, hisses, and purrs. It sent shivers down my spine. It grinned from ear to ugly ear. Its teeth looked like they had been filed to sharp points. They were not yellow, but flashingly white, as if he took the, mo the utmost care of his teeth. His claws had definitely been filed to a point. Or had they? They shimmered and glimmered in the light. No, he had dipped his claws in metal and then shaven them to, to points. Where he had gotten the middle, I had no idea. I heard a low, growly hiss coming from a burly tomcat. He was an orange tomcat with a smushed-in muzzle. He had a scratch going down his side and a nick in one ear. He looked like he had seen many days. And the smell coming off of that cat... He was obviously the, the cat that had come to represent the sewer cats. Behind him, there was another cat. She, she wasn't as old as this cat. She was a gray tabby. She had an air of confidence about her. She, too, looked like she was a sewer cat. By the way, her fur was ruffled and bedraggled, and her paws looked stained, as if she had been stepping in water for a very long time. Across the room from the burly Tom sat a pristine white cat. One of her eyes was blue, and the other one was, was an auburn yellow. She sat with an air of confidence, just like the other sewer cat, but even more so. She thrust out her chest like she was the most important cat in the whole, rel in the whole of the realms. She, she seemed laid back while the others were bristling and hissing. She sat back on her haunches, not worried whatsoever. She had two cats on either side of her. One of them was a very old and battered tomcat, a tabby with, long, with a long, fluffy tail. On her other side, there was a black cat with a white tuft of fur on his chest. He too was a tom. I th at first I thought they were alley cats until the white she-cat spoke. I'm here representing the alley cats. I was surprised. She had kept herself in very good condition. It looked as if she hadn't split a claw in her life. Next to us was a was a rather was a chubby was a chubby male cat. He looked scared. His eye, his d 
eyes were wide and his pupils were dilated, his whiskers thrust forward to feel every movement. He was a gray tabby tom, and he smelled of humans. I had to admit, this house cat had guts coming here. On his other side, on his other side, there was another she-cat, a ginger, a ginger she-cat. She, un unlike her associate, was missing her tail. It looked as if she had gotten it caught in a bear, tra in a cat trap or something. But she too reeked of humans and their awful food that they feed cats. They were obviously here representing the house cats. We all said who we were representing. We were all still bristling. The Rat King, or the Opossum, or was it the Rat King? Clap, put his, clapped his paws together. Excellent! We're all here. I, he said, pausing for dramatic effect, am the Rat King. He grinned. And then I noticed that he not only dipped his claws in metal, he didn't just have his own pristine teeth, but somehow he had managed to dip his two front fangs in metal. As you can see, he gestured one paw forward, and then I recognized the hooded rat. It was the witch rat. But she wasn't alone. Behind her, there were three other witch rats. They stepped forward all in a line. One of the witch rats, a white rat with pink eyes, gestured the rat king forward. He leaned down and she whispered something in his ear. He grinned devilishly and then sat up. Well then. This seems to be in order. He looked around the clearing. No one spoke. Then the house cat, and I had to admit he had guts, stepped forward. What, did, what are you calling us here for? Why have you brought us here out of our two, like, I mean, humans' nests? The Rat King's grin widened. I have brought you all here to say that we rats feel that we need a territory of our own. We are tired of being prey. We want to be predators. So, we are here to tell each and every one of you that we have found the perfect solution to our problems. For too long us rats have stayed in the shadows of the sewers and in the garbage where we don't belong. For eons, millions of years, we have been vermin, but we want to be vermin no longer. So, we rats have decided that the realms should just give up. We are, have our open paws to you in the Rat Kingdom. We welcome any realm who wants to join the equal.
desperately. He said it with a dripping tone, as if it was the sweetest candy in the whole world. The cats all looked at each other in surprise. For once, all the realms were united. The realms had lived for eons together as one. And here this rat was, saying that they should just give up and go away or join the rats in an army to overthrow who knows what. Honestly, I didn't want to. And then the sewer cat, the burly Tom, spoke up. You want us to join you? You are prey. We have lived below the ground, under anyone's paws. And though everyone here may think lowly of us sewer cats, we are the most important thing. Without cats to hunt you, you would multiply, and there would be nothing left on this earth but rats, rats, rats. There would be no plants, there would be no cats, there wouldn't even be a human or a dog left on this lowly earth. It would just be rats. And then where would the rats be? You multiply like... Like seeds coming out of a seed pod. A murmur of agreement spread around the clearing. The Rat King's face darkened. Well, he said in a sharper tone. If you want to have it that way. He looked over to the witch rats. My lieges. We are done here. These cats are impossible. If they won't join, we'll find something else to join us. He looked towards the cats, glaring. Be ready, cats. Be ready. I will come at you with everything I've got, and soon we will wipe the cats off this very earth. We are tired of being the vermin under everyone's paws. We want more. We are tired of scavenging for garbage where you cats feast on us. We want more. The realms will fall by my claws. And if they don't, my lieges will do it for me. He swiveled around and stalked away, his tail tip twitching. All right, kittens, that's enough for one night. I know, but I've been talking for a long time and I'm hungry. So how about we eat some prey and then bed? All right. Okay, yes, you can have some catnip. I love you too. Good night. Yes, all right. <laughs>